Enneagram 2, The Nurturer Subtype, 1 to 1 Aggression, Seduction, The Lover Just look at him, pacing back and forth in his apartment like that, and in the middle of the night. His heart was racing, his breathing uneasy, and his thoughts darker than ever. You can clearly see how unsettled he was, as if being chased by a pack of wolves. He then crushed the butt of his half-lit cigarette and flicked it out the window, irritated, confused, alone. Now you may be thinking, who is this chap? What's troubling him? And in the words of the infamous Joker, why so serious? But let's go back to the beginning, back to how it all began. It's Friday night, and even with all the big bright city lights, you could still see the pale crescent moon shining like a silvery claw in the night sky. That celestial body of light could enchant even the most of troubled men. Now, Look to your right and fix your gaze straight ahead. There you will see a charismatic middle-aged man in a suit and tie who is about to walk into only the most prestigious bar in LA, the Morning Star Club. Our story is about that guy, Thomas Quinn, the owner of the Morning Star Club in the flesh. Here's what you need to know about this man. No Tom, Dick or Harry compared to his alluring personality and eye-catching presence. His aqua blue eyes complemented his prominent cheekbones perfectly. His Achilles gold hair and wide Spartan shoulders were sure to turn any head in a room in any way he wanted. Just imagine his rumbling voice sending chills down the spine of any woman he approached to seduce, eligible or otherwise. Make no mistake, it was the bass in his voice that reflected his gentle yet flamboyant demeanour. And doesn't everybody know it? And if you still want to get a feel for how insatiable of a man he truly was, see yourself at his bar, sitting at the farthest dining spot from the main entrance. And I assure you, the swirl of his scent, his cologne, will have you swoon in the aisles defenceless against his charm. You may begin to wonder, was it his smooth talk and dark sexy humour that made Thomas extremely confident in his abilities? Or was it his handsome physique adorned by expensive suits that did the trick? Either way, No woman could ever say no to him. 
You could even argue that our guy didn't quite know the meaning of that word. As you hear these words, you may be thinking to yourself, I know the type. He's a ladies' man. A man about town. Women practically throw themselves at his feet. Well, you're not completely wrong, but there's more. Make yourself comfortable and lend me your ears. Ah, there you are, May. Radiant as ever, came Thomas's plummy voice as he leaned over to embrace his fiancée, who arrived later than usual. She didn't look very happy. Dumping her purse on the table, May was quick to order an apple martini as she gazed blankly into the distance without a single glance at Thomas. You may be wondering, she's just arrived. What could have possibly upset her? Was she having second thoughts about Thomas? Had you asked May these questions five years ago, she would have painted you a very different picture. No different than that of rainbows, unicorns, fairies, and pixie dust. They were inseparable and very much in love. This us-against-the-world, I-want-to-grow-old-with-you kind of love, was just so perfect. See yourself in the Morning Star Club with the best seat in the house. There you see Thomas move his index finger closer, dabbing at a drop of martini that drooped around the corner of her juicy lips. His reflexes were sharp as ever. He always knew just how to touch her deepest desires. Just how to touch her. Slowly, he lifted her skirt and with sexual prowess, stared intensely at her, like he wanted to devour her right here, right now. As he carefully slid his hand up her thigh, you can feel her heart pound erratically. She even let out a gasp of delight. She didn't want to admit it to herself. But this felt so good. Feeling just how stiff the muscles of her thighs were, he grinned and said in a low, thick voice, I could take you. And all of a sudden, you see May pull away. She quickly crossed her legs in an attempt to collect herself and have her guard up. There was something about this moment that felt so final for her. All she wanted to do was walk out of that place with her self-esteem intact and never look back. And to Thomas's surprise, that's exactly what she did. Told you these stunts wouldn't work, Thomas. Not for long. Not on May. A sturdy voice grew louder 
as a tall figure gave Thomas one big pat on the back. That was Jacob O'Malley, one of Quinn's closest friends, who also happened to be the manager at the Morning Star Club. Thomas couldn't stop shaking. This was a lot for him to take in, like a ticking time bomb. It was only a matter of time before he exploded. He couldn't keep his frustration in check any longer. Frankly, he didn't care. It's as if his entire life flashed before his eyes and he was gasping for air. You can even see rage pulsing through his veins like hot lava gushing out of a large volcano. Thomas was not doing well. I'm not really sure how he got behind the wheel of his red jeep, but I know that our guy drove like a maniac just to make it to his apartment at lightning speed. Where's my goddamn lighter? With a cigarette hanging loosely from his lips, Thomas paced relentlessly across the hallway, irritated, confused, and alone. Now, hold your horses. Before you label this a tragic tale, take a minute to think about the following. Thomas was not the bad guy here. Neither was May. Thomas was only human, with wants and needs, just like you and me. But things went south for him because he wanted someone else, in this case his fiancée, to love him just as much as he needed his own self-love. You see, we all desire to have that special someone we want to ride off into the sunset with, and that's beautiful. So here's what I want you to leave with. Before wanting other people to truly love you, after all, it is your birthright. Do you truly love yourself? Do you truly know how to love yourself? Love yourself.